Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And sorry to all the affiliates. I actually punched the button a little too soon for that last commercial break. <clears throat> I had my finger over it. I didn't think I touched it. And all of a sudden, Dave Osted was talking. So uh, there you go. Uh, unfortunately, you know, those things happen. I think it just kind of sensed the key off my finger. I don't think I actually touched it. That's what's kind of weird. Uh, anyway, our next guest is Philip Paquette. He is the boys. Actually, he's the he's coaching all kinds of stuff at Laverne, kind of like Andrew Fleischman does over at uh, Edgerton Southwest Christian. We were just talking softball here in the first half, Phil, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to see the kind of year after year after year in in the case of softball, the same. There's a lot of talent in softball. There's a lot of talent in baseball. There's a lot of talent in football. There's a lot of talent in hockey. And there seems like there's always teams going to state tournaments. That must be kind of nice for you as somebody that's so involved. Oh, yeah, it's great to see. I mean, really all over the area just to see the success. And, and uh, a lot of teams are doing well up at uh, their respective state tournaments. I know Laverne had uh, uh, multiple uh, track and field athletes uh, finish well yesterday. So, um so congratulations to them, and uh, and yeah, just uh, to look around the area and see the success and the talent, uh, it's uh, it's pretty awesome to see. Now you coach hockey, you coach baseball, and I know you played both. In fact, you played baseball at South Dakota State. I don't mean to put you on a spot, but I'm not going to ask you which you enjoy more, but I'm going to ask you what do you enjoy the most about each individually. Well, you know, growing up, I, I played multiple sports, and I always enjoyed that uh, kind of the change of the season. You know what I mean? Not that you wanted any particular season to be done, but once it was done, you had something to look forward to and something to move on to and, and uh, you know, a new sport to work for. So growing up, it was always that kind of mentality of, uh, you know, hey, football's done, and now we're on to hockey, and, you know, when hockey's done, you're on to baseball. And so I think that just continued into, you know, the, the coaching end of things. Um, you know, this year with the – the hockey team reaching the state tournament is a pretty quick turnaround into into baseball. Uh, not a lot of days off to rest up, and and a lot of the same athletes on on both teams. Um, you know, we we uh, got home from the state tournament I think on a Saturday, and we started uh, arm conditioning uh, week on the on that Monday. So you know, really there was no break. It's just continuing into a, a you know a new realm. Well, and the hockey weather continued into baseball season. So, how much of a challenge right. was that? You know, it really was. I mean, every you know team throughout the area, throughout the state, really dealt with a, a difficult spring, especially in the beginning. I mean, once we got going, it was pretty. Uh, you know, we, it it worked out pretty well, but um, everything was pretty delayed. We were inside for a very long time, you know, and then it's hard in those days to really understand what you got and what you're working with, and then. You know, as soon as you're able to be outside, you're in the game. So you're you're learning on your feet and, uh, you know, trial by fire in those first few games. Uh, I think our first two games, we hadn't even had a full practice on a field um, yet. And, and many of the teams are in that same boat. So, um, yeah, that's definitely a challenge. Um, uh, but something that, you know, we are pretty, um, pretty, our, our facilities, that we have um, provide us, you know, everything we need to host indoor practices and things like that. So we're uh, we're pretty lucky that way. Um, this, you know, the school and the community and the Laverne Baseball Association, you know, has done a great job of helping out, um, you know, throughout the season, but um, providing, you know, what we need and when we need it. So do you have indoor batting cages? 
Yep. So um, usually what we'll do in indoor practices early on in the season is we'll do uh, half of the practice, you know, kind of arm conditioning, um, defensive work in the, you know, we kind of have three basketball gyms that are pretty large. And so we'll work in that space. And then uh, we have two other gym spaces that are a little bit smaller and there's three cages there and then kind of some open um, space with a net backstop. Um, so we kind of do a half and half and usually rotate with the softball team. Um, you know, who's going hitting first and who's doing their defensive stuff first. So we're, we're pretty lucky that way. Yeah. Cause I can remember growing up in Boston, obviously it's kind of the same weather type of conditions. And, uh, many times you, as, as you said, the first baseball game is like the first time you're actually out on the field and we had to take, uh, it feels like every year, uh, we spent a great deal of time in the gym taking ground balls and, and yep. that just does not, that's, that doesn't simulate real baseball because there's no bad no, bounces. No. Yep. No, I mean, it doesn't, but at the end of the day, when you get the ball in hand and you're fielding balls, I mean, it's about as good as you can do, um, you know, and, uh, you make, you make do. But if you can hit, that's another thing. See, we didn't have a batting cage inside, so we, Basically, we're relegated to fielding. So uh, it sounds like you guys were able to overcome that pretty well. Right. Yeah. Like I said, the first first game um, that we played on on the field, and the first game um, for our opponent, um, our section championship opponent, was against each other. The first game of the year, um, and neither had practiced on a field. And uh, that game went uh, five extra innings into the eleventh, um, and. Uh, Fairmont won that one in extras as well. Uh, not not to dive right into the tough stuff right away, but usually we talk after victories. <laughs> and uh, last night uh, we had two very tough ones. Yeah, you know, I got to admit, when I asked you to be on the show, I was kind of thinking you'd be headed off to the state tournament. But <laughs> uh, you and me both. Yeah, I know. And I texted you this morning, said we're still good, right? Yeah. First thing yep. I thought of when I found when Todd Oy texted me the final score was, oh boy. Phil's not going to want to talk to me tomorrow, and and I I, I, I suppose uh, I suppose it's good to get both ends of the spectrum, paint a real picture of you know. Well, you know, think of this as good therapy. Yep, it is. All right, so you said you had a lot of guys on the hockey team that played baseball. Yep. How difficult a transition is it to make to just shut the valve off on one, because it's a completely different sport, and you probably also Absolutely. had some basketball players too. To shut oh, yeah. that off, especially with hockey going right up until baseball started. Yeah, I, I, I really think for any of that, it's just like, um, you can see the, kind of the growth and just kind of getting back into getting, getting into your routine and growing and getting stronger in baseball throughout the course of the season. Like, you know, those first few weeks, you know, there's a lot of players that you wouldn't even recognize that, you know, come the end of the season because, you know, they've just gotten that much stronger, that much more comfortable in what they're doing. You know, their swing is better, their their fielding is better, their throwing is better. And so it really is a progression throughout the season. And I think the team that we had this year uh, really dove in, put the work in. And, and by the end of the season, it was truly a, you know, a completely different baseball team. Phil Paquette is our guest. He is the baseball coach at Laverne, also the hockey coach. Um, you've got a very young team, a very young team. I'm guessing you probably saw, in, in particular with the younger guys, some of the guys that maybe weren't used to playing on a varsity level, those are the ones you probably saw the most improvement in. And you, you, I'm guessing for them, they hated for the season to be over on several different levels. Obviously, you wanted to go to the state tournament, but 
you also just want to keep playing. Right. Yeah, um, you know, you are right. We only had two seniors on the team this year, and uh, you, and we had so many players, um, you know, working in different roles and grow throughout the season and just continue to get better throughout the season, some of those younger players, and willing to adapt into different, you know, positions or different roles or, um, you know, um, and really just step up. And uh, that's what brought us a lot of success this year. You know, I think our final tally was 20 wins, six losses um on the season four of those uh painful losses coming to fairmont um (laughs) but uh you you know so it is it is nice to see the you know the progress and um like you said a lot of these players are returning a lot of them are coming back this year and uh you know the message to them last night was keep working keep getting stronger keep getting better and and uh keep playing the game would you call Connor kind of your star of your team? Yeah, I mean he he has probably been uh, the toughest pitcher in in the section. I would argue the last two seasons, um, you know, and uh, he did a he did an outstanding job all all, all season for us. And quite a football player too. I mean, he's one of those kids that could probably go on and do whatever he wants in college. I would think. Right. Yeah. Talking with him, I think he's interested in possibly even trying to do both at the next level and, and very interested in that and working, working towards that. So, you know, um, he'll be a senior next year and, and, uh, hopefully all those pieces fall into place for him. He's, he's, he's done a great job for us. How much of a mentor do you become when it comes to that kind of a situation where, as you know, you know, college sports, I don't care where, whether it's South Dakota State or Augustana or Dakota State or wherever you're playing college baseball, that is a real full-time commitment to try and do two is, my oldest son Ryan did two at Augustana for a while. He ended up just doing football, but I mean, that is, I, I, I would never want to discourage him because I love multi-sport athletes and I think the longer you can yep. do that, the better, but it's college. It's kind of a different level. Uh, I think I think to your point, I would never uh, want to be somebody to, uh, you know, dissuade somebody that wants to try and do both as long as they can. Like you said, uh, more power to them and uh, just support in any way, uh, any way necessary. So, which kids were you the most surprised by? Not not necessarily in a bad way, uh, well, in a good way, but who who at the end of the year made you smile and go, he really came a long way this year. Well, I, you know, one that really jumps out is we had a senior, uh, pitcher, um, Zach DeBoer. He just, he, he just really came alive on the mound this year. I mean, he was, he was as solid of a number two pitcher as you could ask for. And I mean, he, uh, even in, in the semifinal game against Fairmont, we started him, um, you know, knowing that Connor Connell was on shorter rest, he'd thrown on a, on a Tuesday, um, to his pitch max. And so we were, we, we started the senior. He did an outstanding job deep into the fourth inning, allowing us, you know, to save some pitches on Connor and then get him in, um, with a lead and, uh, go to work. So, you know, just, he, he just really came alive. He was, he was dominant probably his last four or five, six, um, starts that he had. Um, just really good command, um, keeping batters off balance, and uh, really proud of the way he um, he finished his senior year. Well, and he gave you a four to one lead when he turned the ball over to Connor, right? 
Absolutely. Yes, he did. So he so did exactly what you needed with him the, to do. Right. We came with the same kind of approach in game one, knowing that there could potentially be a game two, um, you know, to try and see what we could do in saving some pitches on Connell and uh, get a good start out of DeBoer, which, which we did. And uh, once again, it was almost the same, only we had a bigger lead. Um, and things were going very, very well. <laughs> um, you know, so DeBoer did an outstanding job. We scored some runs early. Um, you know, we really, everything was, was headed in the right direction. And Connor did a great job. You know, he, he pitched, um, I can't even remember what his total. He went to his pitch count max, but that was deep into the, you know, eighth or ninth inning by the time I think he came in late in the third with one or two outs. And then, um, you know, he ended up, um, uh, pitching, even beyond when the, the lead was given up, he pitched another couple of scoreless innings um, before they were able to score and, and win game one. But, you know, so having those two um, really do an outstanding job as starting pitchers and really um, being able to just rotate those two as starters um, just gives the team a lot of confidence, you know, that uh, they do their job, the pitchers are going to do theirs, and, uh, you know, Again, that's another big reason for our success, especially in the postseason. Um, you know, I mean, we really, we really came into this, the later postseason as underdogs. You know, we, we played the number one seed from the north in Painesville, who had had an outstanding season, and we're able to beat them in a very tight two to one game. Um, Connell pitched the entirety of that game. And then back to back, we went to play Fairmont on Saturday in the semifinals as the one seed in the South who had beaten us two weeks prior in the, in the conference championship. And we were able to knock them off in a walk off two to one, um, you know, to kind of be in the driver's seat for that last. Uh, so then uh, Fairmont had to beat Painesville to get back to the, um, you know, to the conference or to the section championship. And then they had to beat you twice last night. All and you then they had, had to, to beat us one, twice, right? which yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, dating back to, the last year, Fairmont was the reigning um, Class 2A state champion, and they had the same pass. They had to beat Painesville twice, which they found a way to do. Wow. All right, so how many... So, uh, yeah, they're a pesky team. They just won't They won't go away. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> as much as you'd like to think you had them, you know, um, they, they found a way, um, even when it was stacked against them. Yeah, because they, so, they came from behind in both the games last night to win. They did. Uh, you know, um, we had a 4-1 lead in the 7th. In the first game, um, and they tied it. We we played multiple innings of extra innings. We came close to having a walk off hit ourselves, but uh, they're just a very sound defensive team. They make great plays defensively, and they were able to get out of that inning and then uh, um, win it in the end in the first one. And then in the second game, we got a great start out of a junior, um, Jacob Stroh. He threw. Um, solid innings gave up one run uh we scored two two runs in the first we were up two zero they scored one in the fifth or the sixth so the one run game heading into the final final frame and uh the leadoff batter reached and uh we made a pitching change back to DeBoer and uh they played a little small ball and found a way to get uh get that runner home wow and that was it and you lost an extra innings right uh, sorry. Yes, they tied. They tied at that point, um, yeah. and we did go to extras. But I think they won it in the bottom of the eighth. Yep, three so two. Just not not quite as lengthy 
extra innings. Phil Pocket is our guest. Phil, so baseball is that baseball is the one sport where it's the easiest to go back and go. Ah, I should have done this, or what if I'd have done right. that? How much of that have you been doing to yourself? I I don't care what anybody else said to yep. you because it does not doesn't matter. But have right. you been harder than you should be on your own self? You know, I yes and no. I would say you know. We, we really feel like we did things right to reach that point and to reach the section championship and then to be in position twice yeah. to win a game and, and to go to state, you know, um, obviously it's unfortunate, hard to swallow, uh, the, the, um, you know, losing of both of those games. And, uh, I just got off the phone with my assistant coaches prior to joining this call and we were all doing a little collective, uh, you know, rethinking of everything. So uh, I'm sure that'll go on here for a little while. But, um, you know, the boys, they left it all out there, um, you know, and and they really finished this season off um, in a great way. And, and like you said, there's a lot of young players in the community that, you know, are uh, nearing the high school level or, or will be or high school players that will be returning next year. Um, then there's a lot of excitement in the community, you know, about baseball. Our Laverne Baseball Association and our community and our school have done a great job to promote the sport, and uh, hopefully it's, a, you know, a stepping stone back into a lot of success. There's always excitement for your bat, for your for all of your athletic programs. I mean, I just think back to 45 years ago when I first moved here and, and how great your teams were all along. And by the way, Jackson Nelson, he's coming back for another year at Minnesota, right? Yes, he is. How cool is that to have one of your guys playing at such a high level? Uh, it's incredible. Yeah. It's so much fun to watch and so much fun to see. And hopefully he has another great year with them. All right. So do you get a break? Do you get some time off? Do you get a chance to just decompress here a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, it's summer mode and, uh, and uh summer vacation i am having a baby in a couple of weeks so we're doing some you know a few nesting projects around the house but uh, i do take a little break from from coaching here in the in the summer um just do a little summer stuff here and there but uh um you know and then we'll be back at it in the in the late fall for hockey i was going to say do you have any hockey camps or anything like that in the summer uh the the they host um hockey camps in the month of june in laverne um and then the ice comes out after that and we do a martial league um for high school kind of in the in the southwest area on wednesday nights but uh yeah so really once the month of june is wrapped up things kind of wind down and uh get to recharge the battery i'll be having a baby in the first week of july and and uh you know so be nice to have a a uh, couple of months there before things crank up with the school year again. Well, I will say, <clears throat> perfect timing on your part. Right. I think so, too. <laughs> I'm impressed. I had absolutely <laughs> no idea when our kids were coming. They just happened. You're right. <laughs> so. No, uh, that was fortunate timing. All right. Well, I'm glad you uh, took time to chat today. Hopefully this helped your mental yep. uh, well-being to, to get it all yep. off your chest and unload a little bit. And a great season for you and your team. Hey, thank you very much. You bet. Phil Paquette, the uh, baseball coach over at Laverne, they lost two heartbreakers last night to Fairmont, six to four and three to two. All I had to do was win one to go to the state tournament. But as Phil said, this that Fairmont team just seems to have their number. That's, that's 
the beauty of baseball. You just never know. You had to get 27 outs. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. (laughs) Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Jeff Gould here. One of our daughters bought a mattress online for only $400. It's 18 months later. She's moving out. Leaving the mattress behind says it was a waste of money. That's why I tell people, go to Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Yes, price is important. More is who you buy it from. Don't waste your time and money on the cheap stuff. Get quality. Visit Comfort King Mattress Factory. They're the best in the market. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyons, South Dakota, they offer great pay, up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at BuildFireTrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity. Opportunity employer, including veterans and disability. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. Welcome back to the show. i got to turn my mic on. There we go. That works better that way. Uh... 
I hope you have a great weekend ahead. Good luck tonight to this uh, Edgerton Southwest Christian softball team as they play in the championship game against Badger, Greenbrook, Middle River. I think I got that right. That game is at 530 up in Mankato. <clears throat> Nine consecutive appearances in the state championship for them. Nine under Andrew Fleischman. And then Troy Bauman's team has gone from Pipestone. They've gone seven straight years. They went uh, one and two in the tournament. Lost the first one in a tough one. Came back and roared back to win big in their second game and lost a real tight one here uh, this morning up in Mankato. They're in Class AA. Edgerton, <clears throat> Southwest Christians in Class A in Minnesota. And uh, speaking of dynasties and streaks and all those kind of things, like those two softball teams have, how about Lewis Drott? 81 years and going strong. Uh, I was... Just up seeing a doc, and they said, uh, is there a specific pharmacy you, in case you need anything, is, yeah, Lewis Southwest, that's my store. Not just any Lewis, Lewis Southwest is my store. And uh, that that's one of the few phone numbers, actually, that I have memorized. I, just, I don't know phone numbers anymore. It used to be a walking phone book. I knew everybody's phone number, and now we don't have to anymore with our cell phones. Just got to know their name. So have a great weekend. Glad you uh, joined us today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.